And now, presenting the Star of the Show podcast with your host, Delaney Swift. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you had a nice Christmas and holiday and had a nice time spending it with your family or your friends or whoever you spend it with. I am coming at you live from my new podcast microphone. Well, I guess it could be used for anything, but a lot of the podcasters use them. It's the Sure Mic, and Daniel, my sweet, sweet boyfriend, got this for me for Christmas, and I'm so excited about it because now, hopefully, my audio won't suck. There's just something so nice about listening to good audio, and I know that my audio has varied It's hard when you are doing virtual podcasting because you can never like rely on how the other person's audio is going to sound, but now at least I know that mine will be rock solid, so you're welcome. Today I'm actually recording this on the day that it's going to go up. This is like the one time where I have recorded a podcast late because I lost all track of time. I took off the week between Christmas and New Year's, so I had like about 10 days off and just all the days are blending together and I was like, oh my gosh. I don't have a podcast episode to go up tomorrow. And I was like, you know what? As long as it's up today, that's fine. So you're getting a little bit of a later episode. I haven't missed a week yet and I don't intend to. So I know we're going into a new year and I really wanted to record an episode where we just kind of recapped the 2023 year and talked about some goals, some intentions, some mantras going into 2024 and some ins and outs in 2024. I don't know about you, but... I just feel this like renewed energy for 2024. I don't know. It just feels like we're over the slump of COVID, I guess. We are far past it at this point. People, I think things have been very stressful the last three years for our country and not to get too deep into like politics and news and blah, blah, blah. No, but I just think that things have been heavy. It's it's felt that way. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like people are done with the bullshit and the drama and you know doing things that they don't want to do and by that I mean I think everyone's just realized that life is too short and I kind of just feel like this weight off of my shoulders and the weight off of the shoulders of people of America going into 2024 and I'm just hoping that 2024 is a better year than 2023 I'm not saying 2023 was a bad year I actually really loved this year there's a lot of great things about this year but I'm hoping that going into 2024, it's even better, more lighthearted in a way. It has felt like things are very tense this year in my life, but also just I think in general. So I'm hoping that 2024 just feels good. And obviously, I know it's 365 days, so not every day is going to be good. But I'm hoping that it's just it's just a good year for for all of us. In 2023, I set a theme for the year. I definitely think I did a vision board and I did, you know, make goals and and I think I reassessed them multiple times throughout the year, but I know that I went into this year with one theme and I think that worked so much better for me because I kept coming back to it and it wasn't like there was one goal that I had to get to otherwise I'd be super disappointed in myself. And for me, I don't think that like setting certain goals is helpful because it just makes me feel worse if I don't hit them. They have to be very 
I ha- if I'm going to set a goal, I have to set very few goals and they have to be very specific because if I just set too many goals for myself, I get super overwhelmed and then I feel disappointed in myself and it starts this spiral. So knowing that about myself has helped me actually be intentional about what type of goals I'm setting and setting a like theme for the year was so good for me mentally just because it was something I could consciously come back to time and time again when I was making decisions. So for example, my theme for 2023 was to embrace discomfort and lean into uncertainty. I don't know how I really came up with this, but I know I've talked about it before. I just knew that I wanted to like get out of my comfort zone and do more things that scare me. And a lot of times I was doing things or making choices based out of fear and wanting to stay in my comfort zone and it was really harming me in a lot of ways. And then I started therapy at the end of 2022 with a therapist who really, really helped me a lot. And, you know, we found out that I had a lot of OCD tendencies and struggled with a lot of OCD thoughts. And she really helped me come to the conclusion that, you know, I'm going to have to start doing exposures and things that get me out of my comfort zone and get me to feel more comfortable with the uncomfortable. And, Just knowing that I wanted to go into 2023 with more, being more brave and doing things that frightened me a little bit, pushing myself. And so with kind of, you know, wanting the mental aspect of it and then also wanting to engage in more activities that put me outside of my comfort zone. I was like, you know what, I'm going to lean into the discomfort and I'm going to embrace or embrace discomfort and lean into uncertainty because that's something that's been really hard for me. And Daniel also had a similar kind of theme for the year. So that really helped like both of us kind of stay on track and come back to it together. So I feel like that actually really worked out for me in a lot of ways because it made me do a lot of things and make choices based off of, you know, am I staying in my comfort zone? Is this going to help me or hurt me if I do it or don't do it? And I really liked that. It made me get really honest with myself, which I think I needed because I was able to understand the way my brain works a lot more. So just to kind of recap, like I started off the year and I booked, well, I don't know if it's called book, but I decided that I was going to do a race and I was going to get back into running or just get back into having, I like having a goal for myself or having a date where I know I have to do something by. So like when you when I ran the half marathon, I knew I had a date where I had to run 13 miles. So it made me train in order to get ready for that. Because I knew if I show up on that day and I'm not ready, like it's going to suck. So basically, so I booked myself a 10K at the beginning of the year just to get back into running and give my kind of set the tone for the year of getting myself into keeping promises to myself and holding myself accountable to put myself out of my comfort zone a 10k is only like just over six miles which may not sound like a lot to some people I definitely could have probably done more but I wanted to set the tone for like hey I'm gonna get back into running I'm gonna give myself like minimal time to just get the year started and and give myself something to train for and work towards so I did that at at the beginning of the year in February and then it kind of the the theme just ended up like going on so after that I decided that I wanted to go to this podcasting event and I actually I've talked about this multiple times before but I saw this podcasting event 
in Austin, Texas. If you are familiar with Dear Media, it is like a podcast network with a lot of like influencers, some like former reality TV stars, current reality TV stars, like Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. She's on uh, Dear Media. There's like Peyton Sarton, Lauren and Michael Bostic. They actually, well, Michael owns Dear Media. A lot of large influencers are on the network. So there was an event in May and it was like a bunch of podcast hosts from the network were going to be there and speak on panels. You could meet them, network with them, hang out with them. It, there was, it was just a really, really cool event. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. I saw it on Pinterest one day when I was actually looking up podcasting tips for my, starting my own podcast. I saw an ad for it. I clicked on it. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go to this. Like, I absolutely have to go. And I just really didn't give my time myself any time to think of it. So I just booked it right away. Like, I just bought the ticket. They didn't have any VIP tickets left at the time. Otherwise, I probably would have gotten those. And then I, I bought the ticket on the spot. I was like, I have no idea how I'm getting to Austin, who I'm going with, but I know I want to go to this. So I did it. And then it sold out shortly thereafter. And I was like, guess I'm going to this alone. And yeah, Daniel and I had to find a way to get to Austin because he wanted to go. He hasn't, I don't think he had ever been. So we wanted to like have a weekend in Austin to explore. And it that really pushed me outside of my comfort zone because I didn't know anyone that was going. I have never really gone. I don't really go to a lot of events like that by myself. And it was really scary, but it ended up being so fun. I met a friend beforehand. I met a friend from online that I had been following for a while. We'd been following each other met her in person, met a new friend. Like it was just, it was a great experience and I definitely will go again if they have other events. But I just feel like I did things like that. I started my podcast in April and I was actually looking back through my photos on my phone and going through the months of the year to see like what I did each month. And I had like made the cover art for my podcast at the beginning of 2023. And I'm pretty sure I probably had the idea in 2022 for my podcast. I just took so long to start it and I started it in April like I, I my first episode went live in April but it's funny because it had been in the works for months and months but I finally got the courage to post it start it and I've been consistent since I finally started you know gaining traction on my TikTok that I've been working on for literally three years and in September I started gaining you know some traction I we moved into our house at the beginning of the year. I went on trips with friends. I quit my job, my corporate job, and I started a new one. I basically took a bet on myself because I felt like things were kind of going south at my company. And I'm glad I did because three weeks later, my whole team got eliminated. So I'm glad that I betted on myself and left on my own accord. Um, I, I prioritized time with family and my close friends. And yeah, I definitely had days and times that were really hard and challenging and frustrating, but overall I'm proud of myself for continuing this this mindset of embracing discomfort. Now, my theme for 2024 is drum roll please to be unapologetic. Now, I know that that is very cliché, but when I think about it like really really think about it, it means a lot of different things to me. It means like the main thing is just I feel so much resistance around saying yes or no to things. Like if people ask me to hang out or go on a trip or go do things or 
I make a promise to myself in my head that has no business being made and then I get disappointed in myself for no reason it's just like I'm not being I'm not being unapologetic with my choices and the things that I choose to do and it leaves me feeling very unsettled a lot of the times for example like if someone asks me to hang out and I don't really want to do it or I'm not sure I want to do it I will wait like hours or days to respond because I'm so uncomfortable because I don't want to let them down and I'm like maybe it will work out and I kind of like wait until it gets closer to give a certain answer because I'm like I know I have all these other things going on I know I'm not going to be 100% sure that I want to do that thing and if I have other things going on that day or that weekend I'll be like in my head calculating over and over and over again how I can make everything work but I don't want to give that person an answer until closer because I don't want to disappoint them or I don't want to say I'm going to do it and then either not feel like it or not have enough time for it or you know yeah that basically as that's what happens a lot of the time and I see that in a lot of areas of my life with friends with family with plans with choices about my own life or the things that I want to do and for, like, for example, I made this, I make promises to myself in my head a lot, a lot of times about like, oh, well, maybe I'll do this for this friend or maybe I'll, you know, take a trip to this place for, and surprise this person or I'll, you know, go and visit my mom or whatever. And I will make these promises in my head, but never vocalize them or never tell anyone. And then if I, as it gets closer and closer to that date, if I don't have plans for that, I'll get mad at myself for not doing it. It's not like I made a promise to anyone else that I was going to do that thing. And I just end up getting disappointed with myself that I'm not able to make every single thing happen. So I just, and it, this theme carries over to a lot of different things. I also don't feel like I have, I I feel like I over explain myself for a lot of things. Like I don't need to explain my choices to everyone. I don't need to be self-deprecating in order to make people feel comfortable. Like I can be really secure in who I am and be secure in my choices and happy with my choices but sometimes I feel like around certain people I'm mean to myself or I'll talk myself down because I know that that is something that they wouldn't do like for example with my TikTok videos or my podcast like I know that that's a lot for some people they don't do that they're uncomfortable with the idea of it they think it's silly But I can be like very excited about a a video going viral or doing something that I love and not be apologetic about it because I want to make other people feel comfortable, which I feel like I do a lot. So it's just an overarching theme. I want to say no more to things I really don't want to do or at least be honest with people about where I'm at with certain things. Like I don't know if I want to do that or I just don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think I'm going to feel up for it and say yes to things that really excite me and make me feel good if I feel like a tense resistance to something I don't want to say yes to it if I feel like this is just doesn't feel good in my body then I'm going to say no and that's just that's that I'm going to let it go I I ruminate on these things way too much and it takes up way too much of my mental energy to where I just beat myself up for things more than I should and if you can relate to that like no, we're not doing that. We're doing less of that in 2024. We're prioritizing ourselves. There is a way to prioritize yourself and also make other people happy. And I would 
venture to say that by prioritizing yourself, you're going to make other people a lot happier because you're not going to abandon yourself. You're going to show up better and you're going to have more time and mental space to devote to people when you're present and you actually are energetic and energized about being somewhere. So, and I've learned that through practicing it this year, but I want to just hone in on that next year because it is crippling to me, to be honest with you. So my mantra for this year as well is I will not abandon myself. And I know that that's another kind of cliche, but when you really think about that mantra, that saying, that sentence, it kind of just sounds like a no brainer, right? Like I will not abandon myself. And I feel like I do that sometimes where I will make choices based off of other people's reactions or what I think that they will be, but predicting how other people will feel, predicting how other people might perceive me. Um, you know, doing, making choices based off of other people versus myself and not wanting to rock the boat. And that's just, it's, I think it's a learned behavior that I have, you know, grown to build over time from past relationships, from childhood, from just, you know, how I thought I had to be in order to be accepted. And it's something I really want to unlearn. And just coming back to like, I will not abandon myself, but then when you put it that way, it's like, why would I ever abandon myself? Like, I'm all I have. I have to live with myself. I have to live with my thoughts. I am the only person that I will have for the rest of my life. So why would I ever abandon myself? Why would I ever do things I don't want to do? Why would I ever go above and beyond to make other people happy that aren't thinking about me? And I don't know. It just sounds like such a no-brainer when you put it that way. And that is something that I want to come back to myself over and over again. I feel like it will help me be more unapologetic about the things that I do in my life and the choices I make ultimately. I'm going to make a video about this on my TikTok as well, but I set some realistic goals. Like I just jotted things down in my notes app on my phone, just like realistic things that I actually want to focus on or themes that I want to focus on in 2024 that aren't as like pretty and shiny and bubbly as people's vision boards that you typically see like for example here's my list okay finances that's the first one I'm just giving you general themes because I don't need to give you my whole spiel of all the specific goals and things I'm going to do but finances I want to be better about my finances who doesn't I want to have more saved but I also want to just be smarter about like where I'm putting my money pay down debt and also not like not not do things because of money like make that my excuse for everything because that's kind of what I do now to myself and to Daniel like I will always use money as my excuse not to do things and I think that's just such a lack mindset like it's such a lack way of living and I've worked very hard to not be that way and yet this year I use that as my excuse for a lot of things so in 2024 I want to focus on like making more and being more abundant rather than like hoarding money or trying to live in that like lack mindset of oh I can't do that I can't do that I can't do that I can't buy this but saying I choose not to buy this instead of taking that power away and being like I can't do that you know because the money just focusing more on that on that abundance making more doing more and not letting money hold me back but also like being just having a better finance financial health in general Um, Number two is I want to be less naggy and I want to let shit go more often. I think that this is a huge theme and thing I need to work on. I feel like I can be very naggy and like 
bicker with Daniel a lot and I'm just being honest like I don't want to do that as much in 2024 I want to let more things go not get on people's cases not get on my own case like not focus on the little things like focus on big picture I can get very caught up in the little things because I feel like that's how I feel like I have control is like if I'm focusing on how clean things are or how you know plant certain plans go or whatever like inserting control in those things and being naggy is almost like my way of controlling things and making me feel like I have some sort of like grip on my own life so I want to just let more shit go if I'm getting angry and frustrated and resentful towards you know Daniel or my friends or my family or whoever it is like I want to just stop that because it really like you can feel it in your body and it's just not a good way to live so just being honest want to be less naggy (laughs) to myself and to mostly Daniel honestly because he gets the brunt of it but um I want to say no I literally have this in capital letters like I'm so sick of feeling bad about saying no because I don't want to do something or I don't want to go or I can't go or, you know, trying to split myself in a million pieces to make everyone happy. Like it's just exhausting and it's, it's taken up so much of my energy this year. So going into 2024, like I'm saying no, like I'm, I don't care. I'm sorry. Like you're going to have to deal with it. I'm going to probably start making some people like disappointed even more so than I already have. Like, but I'm sorry. I just, I won't make myself sick trying to make everyone happy I I can't do it anymore because I end up just disappointing people anyways I want to also focus on being focus less on being right because that sometimes rules my brain like no but this needs to be right this needs to make sense somehow like you need to understand where I'm coming from like that doesn't always need to be the solution it can just be the solution to a problem like I don't need to be right in my relationship I don't need to be right or not every situation not every choice needs to be right or perfect like to make sense it just doesn't so just letting that go not every single choice argument everything needs to be wrapped up in a bow perfectly Um, I want to face my OCD head-on so I want to just focus on if something makes me feel uncomfortable I but I know on the other side of that it's gonna make me stronger make me better face that head-on and also that leads me into my next one which is recognize when I'm in my comfort zone versus when I actually need to rest and relax because you can tell the difference if you really tune into yourself you can tell when you are just getting into your comfort zone because it's comfy it's easy it's not as hard it's the path of least resistance you want to lay on your couch you want to go the easy way out you want to not work out that day you want to put off the thing that you really need to do put off cleaning the dishes whatever it is out of just being lazy and then there are days and times when you actually need to rest and recharge and do nothing and have nothing on your brain so that you can have the energy and the fuel to do the things that you want and need to do I really want to recognize the difference in this and step out of my comfort zone more so more of what I did in 2023 honestly but that just yeah I want to understand that more of when I'm you know laying on the couch and actually need it versus when I'm just being a little bit lazy and that leads me into my next one which is do more shit that scares me so that's pretty much what I just said just basically facing face facing my fears now my goals for I guess what would be relevant to you my dear audience is to number one these are all very broad in general and if you're someone out there listening who's like you those are very broad how are you gonna do that 
you need to be specific. These are just my my broad goals, okay? I I know that I'm going to have to be very specific about things whenever I'm setting these for myself, but for you, this is these are some of my overall goals. Number 1, I want to grow on social media. So, I'm really close to hitting 10k on TikTok. It's been a long time and I'm just really excited for that. So, that is that's the short-term goal right now, but I want to continue to grow and I don't I won't bog you down with the details, but I am very nervous about the fact that I might be siloing myself into one niche and I don't want to be the Taylor Swift girl forever. Like I am a fan, but I'm not a huge crazy psycho fan like I'm making myself seem. So I am nervous about that, but I'm just focusing on growing and like posting the things that I like and then I will worry about that later because right now what I'm doing is working and I do maybe want to hire someone like a a coach to have like a one-on-one session with me that can focus on strategy with me and I also want to start getting paid for videos like I don't know if that's going to mean it's my full income like I don't know if a year is enough time to do that but I would like to at least if in all of 2024 I get paid to do one video then I will feel like that's a win just I just want to start I want to have like some sort of paid video that would be a huge dream and would show me that I'm on the right path things are working I'm taking a step in the right direction I have very big goals but if I could just get one paid video like I would be like all right I'm on the right path that will show me that I'm succeeding number three I want to repurpose my podcast content so start focusing on growing the podcast I don't know if you know this but growing a podcast is very difficult because the algorithm is different than like a TikTok or an Instagram or YouTube or any other platform so it's really hard to find new podcasts unless you're like promoting videos and being seen on all those other platforms I just listed like it is kind of difficult it's not like it used to be you know five to seven years ago when podcasting was just starting to gain popularity where you could like make the charts super easy so Daniel's like constantly on me you know put your videos on YouTube put your videos on TikTok and Instagram and repurpose all of that. And as a one-woman show who frankly doesn't have the budget right now to pay people to do that and repurpose all of this video content and edit videos for me and things like that, it is very daunting to me, which is a little... That's one one other thing that I forgot to mention. Like, I really want to lean into the things that kind of like I have tension around or restraint around. Like, thinking about growing my podcast makes me kind of anxious and just it looks like just a spider web to me or or like a big crinkly ball ball of like trash I don't know how to describe it like in my head it looks so scary and just big and massive and I don't even know where to start because I know that it would take a lot of energy for me to edit my videos repurpose them like edit the long form ones for YouTube edit the shorts and repurpose them across all platforms it would take a lot of time and energy and I know that I could pay someone to do it but I'm also like okay I don't you know I definitely would need to like start budgeting for that so that also is kind of a goal in 2024 is to start like budgeting for that so I could pay someone to do it even if it's just to help me here and there that would be a massive weight off of my shoulders because it is kind of a lot like the easy and fun part for me is making the making these episodes every week editing and uploading those like 
that to me is the bread and butter and it's very fun but like the repurposing and doing all of that is is daunting because at, at this point I haven't really uploaded any of my episodes to YouTube so I'm holding myself accountable and I'm putting this out in the universe just because saying it and addressing it I feel like makes it less scary and if you have something big and scary that you are feeling like oh god this is really daunting I don't know how I'm gonna get this done like step by step just baby steps we got this and ultimately a lot of the times you know exactly what you need to do in order to make that thing happen you're just avoiding it because you know it's going to be difficult or challenging or it's going to take a lot of time but when you actually start it doesn't it's not as scary and as daunting and challenging as you actually think so I'm saying this to you but as I'm saying this I'm like okay maybe I should start editing some videos on my own when I have some free time so that is a huge thing for 2024 is wanting to grow the podcast focus energy on repurposing content and things like that fourth goal is to save money focus on the abundant mindset like I said earlier and number five is stop resisting which I literally just said so I jumped the gun there but yeah stop resisting anything that freaks me out scares me or seems too daunting and just move toward it take baby steps because that is something that my therapist has taught me is just taking steps towards the direction of anxiety helps a hell of a lot more than avoiding it or procrastinating or making yourself comfortable because then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah, less avoiding in 2024. I also made a list of my ins and outs for 2024, which I was going to go into detail about each of these, but I think for the sake of your ears, I'm just going to read them off and not comment on every single one of them. So ins, saying no instead of finding ways to make things work to please people. Already talked about this one. We are not abandoning ourselves here. Audiobooks and memoirs. Obsessed, love listening to audiobooks because you can read books, but you're actually just kind of listening to a podcast. Number three, impulse control. We are, we are controlling our impulses in all aspects. The way we speak, to people the way we act all of it number four being nice to ourselves number five quality over quantity less is more number six doing what scares you number seven being nice just freaking be nice to people go out of your way to be nice to people it's not that hard number eight more play this is huge i want to be more playful more adventurous more relaxed and lighthearted in 2024 I feel like I took myself way too freaking seriously and took other people way too seriously I just want to be more silly and this could be by doing things outside of your home or in your home just being more playful and youthful this is this will spend send me down a whole different rabbit hole but we'll chat about this later because the next one is adventure and switching up routine I got really into a routine this year and really got addicted to that and that kind of was a downfall in a way for me too because anything that strayed from that made me uncomfortable but I want to just be more adventurous like get back to my adventurous self the one that books last minute trips the one that's silly and goofy and dances in our kitchen in our pajamas and the one that has girls nights and laughs and is weird and quirky and just is lighthearted and fun. I want to be more lighthearted and fun in my relationship, in my friendships, with myself overall. Like it just makes life a lot more fun. And I've 
really thought about how I'm 28 years old in 2024 I will be 29 and I'm not saying that I'm old but this year being 28 is the first year where I've really started to be like okay very soon I will be 30 marriage and kids is probably coming in my 30s that being said I don't have x amount of like infinity amount of years left of being single aka not married and not having kids and why am I not living up my youth and enjoying this like kind of freedom that I have I know I obviously have things that I need to be responsible for like my bills and my car my home everything I am an adult who has responsibilities but I'm still young and I need to remember that I'm young because I sometimes just take things way too seriously and there's no point in that there is I have the rest of my life to be serious and have routine and have other people to be responsible for but right now it's really only myself and I need to embrace that my next in is embracing who you are and my last one is date nights need to do more date nights prioritize my relationship in 2024 and just be with each other spend quality time Okay, my outs, being reactive, holding grudges, taking anger out on people, aka the people closest to me, usually avoiding, no more avoiding in 2024, clutter, hate clutter, getting rid of shit, let's do it, saying yes when you don't want to do something or it stresses you out, we're not doing that anymore, not doing things out of fear, self-doubt, jealousy, okay, jealousy is a natural human emotion but sometimes holding on to too much of it or like being jealous and just getting mad about it is not healthy so noticing that and just trying to have less of that jealous energy in 2024 all about it poor gut health ruminating a dirty house self-deprecating comments if I get a comment uh, a compliment I'm taking it in 2024. Um, Taking things too seriously, abandoning myself, and staying in my comfort zone. Those are my outs for 2024. So that being said, I hope that you have an amazing 2024 overall. And maybe instead of focusing on too many goals that are going to overwhelm you and you're going to get mad at yourself if you don't hit just focus on one theme because it's a great way to make it actually last the whole year a lot of times people go into the new year as we know with a resolution and sometimes it's just not sustainable sustainable I almost forgot what what that word was I almost said obtainable which I guess is true as well it's not sustainable to have like maybe a new year's resolution or goals as much as it is to have a theme because then you can in any time you're making a decision or doing something throughout the year, you can come back to that and say, is this in line with my theme for this year? If you want to steal my theme and my mantra, please go ahead. You're more than welcome. It's it's actually a great one. And I think everyone should be unapologetic and not abandon themselves because that's how I feel like we're going to all live our happiest versions of our lives. So happy new year. Happy holidays. I hope you are having a wonderful time. I hope you're getting some rest and are getting recharged for the new year and set some goals, make a vision board, but don't feel like you need to go crazy and go super hard on yourself because 
or being kind to ourselves in 2024. That is, that is the mission. And if you don't have any crazy plans on New Year's, don't feel bad. Honestly, I think New Year's is freaking overrated. It's honestly a lot more fun sometimes to just lay in bed with a glass of champagne in your PJs and watch the ball drop. I love watching the ball drop. I honestly, when I go to parties or I go out for New Year's, I hate that I can't like listen to the whole um, New Year's Eve thing in New York City. I just, it bothers me. I'm like, why are you guys talking over this? And I also don't love getting dressed up in the cold and going to a packed bar and getting drinks dropped on you. And it's usually ideal when you can go to a friend's house, but this year I think we're gonna be driving back to Florida. So we're gonna be exhausted and we can just lay on our couch and that is going to be the ultimate dream. I've had the best New Year's Eves when I've just had no plans. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Going into 2024, don't feel bad. You can still have an amazing 2024 if you don't have an amazing New Year's Eve night. Remember, remember that. Okay, happy new year and I look forward to an amazing 2024 with you. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you are loving the podcast, please, please leave a rating and review and tell others what you're loving about the show. It really helps grow the podcast and helps me create more content for you. If you have suggestions for the pod or questions you'd like me to answer, you can always email staroftheshowpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next Wednesday.